uncommon either for the last train to be barely marked, perhaps an epitaph chalked on the locomotive by its crew, and a dreary sense of resignation among the few remaining passengers. The name of Dr. Richard Beeching has become so indelibly associated with this process that over thirty years after he left the British Railways Board, BRB, the BBC could use it in the title of a sitcom set on a rural branch line in the early 1960s, O Dr. Beeching, and be confident the public would recognise it. Beeching joined the British Transport Commission, BTC, the publicly owned body with responsibility for the railways, in March 1961, and became chairman on the 1st of June. When the BTC was replaced by the BRB on the 1st of January 1963, Beeching became its chairman, remaining in the post until the 1st of June 1965. The context for Beeching's appointment was the railway's burgeoning deficit. Operating profits had declined steadily since 1952, becoming losses in 1956. In 1962 that loss was more than £100 million, and interest on the railway's debts added some £50 million to that figure, even though interest payments on much of their debt had been temporarily suspended. Under Beeching's chairmanship, the BTC and BRB closed 2,479 route miles to passengers, less than a third of the total contraction. In March 1963, the BRB published The Reshaping of British Railways, or The Beeching Report, as it soon became known. At great length, the report expounded what was in essence a very simple message— The railways had to concentrate on carrying the traffic for which they were best suited, with increasing efficiency, while cutting out that which did not pay. This meant investing in the transport of large loads over long distances, while withdrawing many stopping train passenger and pick-up freight services, in other words, local services stopping at every station, and closing lines on which no other traffic was carried. In short, the railways should behave like a business. Beeching made a number of positive recommendations, most notably investment in freightliner trains, which he hoped would allow rail to retain some general merchandise traffic by offering a long-distance service combined with collection and delivery by road. Nevertheless, the parts of the report which attracted the most attention were the list of 2,363 stations to be closed, 266 services to be withdrawn, and 71 to be modified, and the accompanying map, which showed that roughly a third of the passengers' network's route miles would go. By 1973, 31% of the route mileage open to passengers in 1962 had closed. Slightly more than half of this was achieved by the end of 1965. By this time, studies set in motion by Beeching had identified a network of seven to 8,000 miles, less than 5,000 miles of it open to passengers. This implied nearly twice as many closures again as Beeching had presided over. These proposals were never implemented. As a literary text, the Beeching Report's pages of alphabetically ordered stations to be closed have the mournful look of names on a war memorial. This somber list immediately inspired a Guardian editorial entitled Lament, which utilised some of the more interesting station names and ended Yorton, Wrestle and Gospel Oak, The richness of your heritage is ended. We shall not stop at you again, for Dr. Beeching stops at nothing. In a similar vein, later the same year, Flanders and Swan produced their valedictory song for the passing of the slow train, 
which to a large extent involved setting to music the list of stations to close. It wasn't only professionals who put pen to paper. The Ministry of Transport's files on railway closures are stuffed with letters of protest, ranging from the bizarre and misguided to the eloquent anger of Mrs. Joan Price of Cavendish, Suffolk, who attacked this inhuman plan as a monstrous embodiment of ruthless disregard for those affected by closures. It is like cutting off the nation's feet in order to save the cost of shoe leather. The contraction of Britain's railway network was well underway before the Beeching Report. Between 1950 and 1962, the passenger rail network shrank by over 3,300 miles, the rate of contraction accelerating from 1958. But the concentration of so many closures in one slim volume associated Beeching with the entire process. No other nationalised industry chairman is so well remembered.